Elsa, it's my podcast. Let's go. I'm going to go first. You go first. No, no, no. This is my podcast, didn't I? I? I invited you. No, no. I invited you and we're going to do a podcast together and it's going to be all about me and you. Okay. But before we do, I've just got one question. Are you? Do you allow swearing on your podcast? It's no swearing ever on any podcast. And I would appreciate it if you didn't swear on my podcast. It'd be very bad. Oh, I just don't even know if I can do that, but I'm going to try, okay? Okay. All right. We got this. All right. Now let's start properly. Hi, I'm Sarah from The Social Circus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elsa Mitchell from Elsa Mitchell, but you might know my podcast as Bossy, and now I don't even know if I can say it. <laughs> do it. Stop it, Bossy Elsa. Bitch. That's my podcast. <laughs> and Elsa Mitchell from Elsa Mitchell because I figured if Madonna can, you know, be from Madonna, so can I have my name You as can self-brand. We love it. Yeah. So to our beautiful listeners, apologies for the very quick introduction, but you are tuning into essentially two podcasts for the price of one today because the beautiful Elsa and I have got together. We're going to be collaborating this year and we thought it'd be super fun to do a podcast episode together. So welcome to the Elsa slash Sarah show. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what this could be so popular it could it could create a spin-off show it could be a thing do you reckon <laughs> <laughs> I do not need to add more work to my life <laughs> <laughs> that was a so, polite way of declining the invite <laughs> oh no or we could just totally well it's only I can only have one podcast in my life so if it's coming the social circus would have to be retired to the Elsa and Sarah show <laughs> we need to not giggle the whole way through this okay. I just let everyone know before we started we did have giggles um, and Elsa brings out the giggle in me. I don't know if it's because she's just this gorgeous, fun human being, but she definitely brings out my giggles. So for our regular listeners, should we introduce ourselves properly, Elsa? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you go first. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our weekly podcast episode. Um, as you all know, I'm Sarah Thompson. I am the owner and founder of Online Social Butterfly, and I'm also your host on The Social Circus every single week. And today I'm joined by Elsa. She's not joining me. I'm joining her. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Elsa, take it away. I am a business mentor and uh, podcast host of Bossy Bitch, and I love, love, love um, working with women one-to-one -one or in a group format and talking all things business. I am huge on clarity. I'm huge on foundations and I am huge on community. And I am super excited to be sharing <laughs> this podcast episode with Sarah. We have collaborated. We actually fell in love kind of recently, um, I think over th first through business and then sharing some personal stories through yes. business. Yes. Which I have absolutely loved, loved, loved. And then here we are. We've decided to collaborate on a completely different level this year, um, which I am pumped about. And I know. I am going to work very hard not to make us giggle the whole time. I uh, Humor is actually one of my core values in business. Um, Same. I'm for fun. Yeah. I'm all about it. So um, I do want to just say if somebody tells you to cheer up, they're not your person because Elsa and I definitely bonded over sad stories and so misery totally loves company. We bonded over sad life experiences and journeys and stuff and we really realised we had lots in common, lots of shared values and we talked a lot about we have to work together and we couldn't work out what that looked like at the time and um, Elsa creates these amazing events which I was really lucky to speak at uh, earlier this year um, which these beautiful conversations, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about that Elsa because I loved that event, it was so special. 
They are my absolute favourite and it's funny that it's coming up. I don't know if it's because you and I are connecting at the moment, but I was like, I've got to plan the next one. And then I was like, well, who have I got that's got these amazing stories? And basically I, what I'm, what's been so great about these those events, the Inspiring Women events, they came about me losing my best friend and business partner um, to breast cancer and I wanted to honour that and having that realisation as I've matured in life that we all have stuff going on (laughs) tricky stuff and uh I think that when we can share that we're all going through different things and it can be sickness it can be kids with learning problems or bullying or failed marriages or I could go for days we all have something in our lives yeah and I feel like when you hear somebody else that like for you for example Sarah I had no idea like to me, from looking from the outside in without really knowing you, all I see is this vibrant, successful, you're everywhere, you're energetic, <laughs> and we compare, right? Like I look at you and go, yes. oh, my gosh, how is she doing that? What is she taking? <laughs> <laughs> and when you, like, we stopped and had that conversation and you shared your journey with endometriosis and the chronic pain and all of that, I was just Lord, and you said, you know, sometimes I work from bed because I'm in so much pain. Like that's a, it's a story for another day. But there was so much power in that, and I, and those events, and the way you shared at that last event, and you were so vulnerable, and there were tears, and everybody has just loved the realness because mm. it's real talk. And yeah, we try and be real on social media and all of that, but not really, you know, like not when you really. It's, it's our it's our real best self. <laughs> Yeah, and it's really, I've loved, loved, loved. And I actually was even thinking the other night, we've got an event upcoming Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, we should actually talk about finding a way at the start of that event to to just share a little bit of a personal story. I think it'd be a beautiful networking thing, yes. Yeah, because whilst we can stand there all day and um, present to a beautiful room of women and and share our knowledge and expertise, of which we have many, and, mm. you know, say you should do this and you should do that. So many people there might be sitting there thinking, oh, well, that's easy for her to say. She's got, you know, like yeah. I just feel like you break down those barriers when you say, well, actually, you know what, I've actually just want everyone here to know that I've been through a divorce, losing my best friend, you know, all these things in the last few years. It's been really hard. Mm. And everybody softens and goes, oh, you know, they're more open, I think, to receiving the information and I think there's, you've got after that. I, I think in the world of Insta perfection, to present realness actually shows that you're another human being. And we are mostly compassionate human beings, except for social media makes us, um, I'm going to swear now, it makes us total assholes because we just sit in judgment of everyone um, because we think, well, they're putting their best foot forward. I can totally judge that as being like fake or whatever. And so when we actually approach it with, like you say, that authentic realness, it breaks down all of that judgment and it breaks down the barriers that digital screens put in front of us because you're like, well, this is just Elsa, this is her humanity and this is her story and there's something so powerful in that. We've segued away off where we're supposed to be gorgeous. We really have. <laughs> so for all of our listeners, Elsa and I decided to get together because we, um, we're we collaborating on a project in a few weeks' time and one of the reasons we decided to collaborate is because um, I will confess, we have quite a bad DM addiction. We DM each other messages all the time, which is super sweary. And we often talk about the fact because we're both coaches, we see a lot of clients and at the moment things are tough, hey? Mm. And we're noticing a lot of our clients across the board struggling. 
And when you're a coach, like um, we don't just take your money and go, I'm really sorry to hear that. Here's some ideas, off you go. Kind of like we take that on board as like it hurts our hearts as well, you know, and it feels hard Mm. energetically when you're trying to hold people up and propel them forward when you know things are tough. So both of us were feeling like, gosh, we're feeling a lot of our clients are really doing it hard and struggling at the moment. And so we came up with this idea that we could collaborate together. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, uh, we've created this beautiful event, which I'm I'm so pumped about, not just because of the food. <laughs> a little bit of the food, though. <laughs> if anyone that's ever, that knows me or has ever been to anything, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's got to be food, like, and decent food. It's got to be good um, food, yes. Good so- food. <laughs> um, but, you know, I had my first business. I bought my first business uh, in 2007. And uh, that was right before the GFC really hit in Western Australia. So I've it feels not I don't want to say it's the same, but I get I'm getting that similar vibe. Vibe, people, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's like they're they're suddenly so open to trying all these different things or new things or things they probably should have been doing but maybe got away with not doing for a little while, and it can feel really stuck. So. Um, and I am having those hard conversations and I think it's exciting that you, it's it's almost, I don't know how to say it, but it's almost nice to see people stepping into the things that we love, Sarah, and they're suddenly yes. going, okay, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, because yes. when things are kind of heaving, sometimes it goes by the wayside or we don't need, we don't need to worry about SEO. We don't need to worry about this. Things are good. Yeah, absolutely. And so what we were hoping to do today, and apologies and appreciate that you're all listening to our ramblings because Elsa and I actually could compete about talking underwater, facing a brick wall really comfortably as to who could talk the most. Um, I feel like I've got years on you, so maybe I've got more skills with talking, Elsa, but we'll see. (laughs) So we wanted to today obviously talk about our really exciting event, but we really wanted you all as our listeners to get something from our podcast episode. And so we had decided to do a little um, quick, quick dash on our top three ideas each on how you can bring in some extra sales, some extra cash and to make bank for Christmas is what we really wanted to focus on. So um, we've both got three ideas. Now, will we do three each or will we tag team one each? Han, what do you reckon we do? Let's tag team. All right. All right, so Elsa, I'm going to hand to you because I've done the intro. You can tell us your first tip to that people can look at to consider how they can make bank for Christmas. Okay, so this is it's going to feel broad, but I love this, okay, and it's more of a challenge as well as a tip. So if you're mm-hmm. listening, I challenge you to do something you've never done before, mm-hmm. okay, something new, and that can be showing up at a networking event. It can be showing up at – it could be – writing an article it could be submitting an article to something you wanted to be featured online before it could be going on someone's podcast just in the next month (laughs) and maybe make it a goal for once a month do something that you've never done for your business before and possibly maybe even something that scares you a little bit because Mm -hmm. um you'd be amazed what can happen when you try something new Oh, and I I always feel I love that tip. When you step out, the universe always rewards your bravery. I always think it's like, go, girl, it's got your back. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's a very generic one, but I think it's... It's a goodie. It's, it plants a seed, yeah. 
Oh, it's over to me now. Now I'm under a bit of pressure because that was a really good one. I'm going to put something out there, which is something I want to say I was really resistant to for many years in my business and now I've embraced it and it's really great. And it's all about having some affiliate programs in your business. Now, there are two sides to affiliate programs. What affiliate programs are is if you recommend, so let's say I'm an affiliate for Elsa and um, she has, um, what's one of your products in your business, Elsa, a good example? Uh, My 12-month mentor academy. Great. So I want to promote Elsa's 12-month mentor academy. And as an affiliate, every time someone signs up using my link, she pays me an affiliate commission. And that can be anywhere from 10% onwards, right? And so I then get exposed, my audience to a new proposition, which is Elsa and her coaching, and I get rewarded for that. So being an affiliate is a really good way to bring something new into your business as a sales stream, okay? And lots of people are really anti this because I know I was early in my early days because it feels a bit like, is that dodgy to do that? And then I realized like I'm an affiliate for things like Canva, which I recommend every day in my business. So why wouldn't I recommend using my affiliate link? And if you don't know what you could be an affiliate for, there's one place you can start with. And I know that they're, they're not a high integrity business, but Amazon. Amazon allows you to be an affiliate for anything. So if you, like me, love reading books, you can put up on your socials, I love this book. Um, if you want to check it out, here's a link to buy it. And every time someone buys that book, you get paid. Super simple additional income stream. So that's the one side of affiliate marketing. And on the other, you can set up people to be affiliates in your business. And so therefore, people can do your selling for you and bring in additional revenue and new people into your business. So that's like, like a big juicy one for you all. And you know what, listening to you, I was like, oh my gosh, this is something I don't do enough of myself. But if you actually think about it, um, affiliate marketing is almost just like, we kind of used to do it back in the day, right? Like, you know, um, you might, we used to, um, when I owned my hair salon, if someone referred a new client, we'd send them a $20 voucher. Exactly, a new client. It's just a new way of doing things. Um, it's just got a different bow on it now. That's all. It's the same concept as the referrals. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. And nowadays with digital products and digital things like Amazon, it's so much easier to do. And you just think this is a really big opportunity, especially if it's, I always think of it's done with integrity. So like I, I would work with you, Elsa, so there would be no reason why I wouldn't recommend your program. So I always recommend products and services that I already use in my business. So yep. you keep your integrity high and then that makes really good sense. Yeah, I love that. Okay, you <laughs> topped me. And now I feel like this is oh, like I know, a great tennis like, and I'm like, go. Oh, how am I going to top that? <laughs> <laughs> You've got this, hun. <laughs> okay, I can do this. Okay, so this is a tip that actually uh, it was a client who was quite new recently in her business and um, she was going quite hard with the meta ads, which um, – as you would know, Sarah, when you're new and you don't have much of a presence organically, that can be really tricky. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, why don't you just tap into your existing audience and ask for some help? Go out Mm -hmm. to the people you know and say, hey, I'm launching this new business. Would you mind sharing? Um, Would you mind, you know, if you've got any connections that you think might be good? And just asking for help. And she came back to me and she said, oh, my gosh, Elsa, you wouldn't believe. Like, I, she goes, I sold out all my spots oh. in my first course. And she said, oh. and not one of them came from the 3500 I spent on meta ads. It all came from just doing what you said and oh. asking for help. And I was like, wow. So that's kind of been a bit of my mantra lately is ask for help. Don't be scared to say to someone, 
hey, can you, I think I spoke to someone yesterday as well and she'd said, oh, I had a conversation for the first time I got vulnerable and I was like, you asked for help. Like it's, it's so powerful and it's so simple, but we're so scared, mm. aren't we, aren't we? And And I think that um, one of the things I've definitely learned, and this comes from my, I'm drawing on my own personal experience having endo, um, people offer help because they want to help you and we get really proud and like, oh, no, I can do it on my own. And then you, uh, I only realised when I had my last surgery and I had a hysterectomy that um, by saying no to people, I'm actually kind of marginalising our friendship and diminishing what they mean to me because they offer with kindness. And so asking for help is like our friends can't buy our products and service often, but they would so happily share our posts, tag someone they know. Like if we ask for help, it really invites the world in to give that abundance as well. I love all that. So all oh, such a good tip. I'm under pressure now. <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> I know. So I've got one that's um, very unsexy and something that I'm going to say and I'm embarrassed to say this because my assistant and I have literally just set up a system for this in the last month in my business and that's really bad, is to track and follow up your leads. Oh, that is I know. And people are making inquiries through my website all the time and, and we send out information and we're like, good luck, see ya. <laughs> And then they would never, we never contact them again. And so sometimes they buy off one email inquiry and sometimes they vanish. And so now we have them all tracked on a Trello board. And so we do regular follow-ups to say, and when they convert, they move over to converted. And we ask them to come and do a discovery call with me if they've inquired about coaching or we ask if they've got any questions. And so we're actually tracking and doing follow-up of leads. And this is something... I think especially if you get really busy and you and it's not fun, it's not sexy. So it's the icky hard stuff that it takes to run a business. And um, I actually had a lead come through and I made my, my assistant Claire made me take a call with them, which I'm like I'm not into. <laughs> I'd rather not speak to everyone. <laughs> and I had this 30-minute phone call and she went and bought 20 hours of coaching with me on the back of that. And I was like, oh, Sarah, you need to just step through this and do follow-ups and do a better job of this. So that is my very unsexy but very successful tip to help you make bank. Back to you, I actually Elsa. think that's a really good one, though, as well, because so many people are scared to follow up, right? I'm a bit of that person because I don't want to appear to be salesy or, you know, harassing people. But by the same token, I'm like, well, I don't want them to think that I didn't care enough about yes. them to give them the time to be like, oh, hey, just checking in, no pressure, but, you know, I'm here if you need, you know. Mm. Um, so that's amazing because I know so many people really struggle with following up and they have that, there's a bit of fear around it. And we can do it in lots of ways. So, and this is what I love about digital communication is so you can just send someone. And I have to say, I'm a, and else going to give, because I'm a lover of voice messages on DMs. And so it's actually very intimate to send that because you can just send a message going, hey, Elsa, I'm just following up because you sent me an email and I know you were keen. Um, do you have any questions? And it's really low key because a phone call is full on because then they have to go, no, I'm not interested and it feels icky. Yeah. Whereas if you send someone a lovely voice message through your DMs, they can just get back to you and mostly people are going to be stoked that you followed up. Yeah, I, and I, I, as you, you know, I love, love, love a voice message and I find it's a way to just say hey um I just I don't want to harass you but I also you know I am busy I don't I'm filling up and I just as a courtesy no pressure um but just wanted you to know it's I, I didn't want you to think I don't care enough to follow you up um, yes and if you've got any questions are you feeling weird about anything just let me know yeah love it yeah okay so my turn last one 
Um, and I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to up my game. Um, <laughs> this game of tennis we're playing. It's the final um, round now. I'm going to checkmate you at the end. <laughs> I love you went um, tennis and I went chess. That says something like, about our person. drop a vote in the comments, guys. <laughs> Who won the tennis game? No, I'm joking. Um, so one of the things uh, I'm very vocal about is um, – the customer journey, which we're actually speaking, I'm, we're speaking about that a lot at the event coming up. And um, but I always think, what go back to what more can you give, right, to your existing clients? Because if things have quietened off a little bit and people are struggling, it's a time I think to kind of go, well, how can I give so much more, or just not so much more? Sorry, it can be one percent more. Mm. But just that little bit more, 1% more than what you did last time, 1% more than your competitor, just what more can you give? Because Ooh. times like this when it's a little bit tough, people really, they really love that. They're so grateful. It makes them want to give back to you via referrals or sharing your posts, you know. Um, it makes them loyal to you when things pick up again. I just... I'm such a huge believer. There's a really good book called Go Giver by Bob Berg, I think it is, Ooh. and it's brilliant. I we'll put the Amazon it. link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great book, but not even to your, just to your clients. It's like to the people you're working with or collaborating with or mm. industry peers, like we're stronger together. So uh, that's been a little bit of my mantra at the moment is even each day when you're feeling a bit, Ugh, I'm like, what is 1% more I can do today? So when I go to bed, I can be like, you know what? I wasn't going to do that extra, but I did and I feel good about it. And I think especially with your clients right now. Oh, I think you've checkmated me. I'm feeling daunted now, Elsa. That was a ripper <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's less, if we do give that great service and go that 1%, it will retain our clients and bring more referrals in. So it kind of captures all in terms mm. of what more can we do. So I do love that. So good. All right. So I'm going to, I've got lucky last number six of our tips and mine actually leads into what Elsa was talking about. And it's very much about collaboration. And um, I believe this is so important because um in a time when there's a little bit of scarcity around how people spend their resources, if we can collaborate and put together a new proposition that works with people who you have an alignment with like Elsa and I and who also have a similar audience, mm. it's a really great opportunity for you to meet new people. It's a great opportunity for you to come up with something creative and interesting that maybe you can't do on your own. And collaboration, as um, Elsa talked at the beginning of doing something differently, collaboration can be being a guest on someone's podcast working together, doing an event together, doing a webinar together. There are so many ways in which you can collaborate. And on socials, just doing a joint live together is a great mm. collaboration. So I love I love collaborating. And that's actually something I've got on my vision board to do more of this year. And then Elsa wandered past me and I just grabbed her. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think like collaboration or partnerships, whatever you want to call it, is a non-negotiable pillar for every business. Like mm. you've got um, organic growth, paid growth, and I believe collaboration slash partnerships. I, I believe you need all three. Definitely. Um, but, hey, Sarah, what's a good way to find people to collaborate with? <laughs> so um, <laughs> we did want to give you lots of great value today, but we also wanted to talk about our upcoming event, um, which, as we mentioned, we're running together at the beautiful Kalis Brothers 
here in Perth. So it will have amazing food, lunch, morning tea, and lots of coffee and tea. But we the the um, workshop is called Make Bank for Christmas, and the idea is we are collaborating together, Elsa and I, to run this day for you to help you bring in extra funds now and to set yourself up for an amazing year next year as well. So, um, Elsa, what other details would we like to give everyone to let them know about it? I think one of my favourite things, if anyone hasn't picked up on it yet, um, and yours too, is I just think showing up, you know, Mm. being in the room. It's the people you speak to and it's not always straight away that you might get, and and we're not there just to get leads and sell our stuff. It's to meet people and build our village. And I, no one believes in the power of a village more than I do for reasons I could go for days. Um, And uh, it's showing up and it's the conversations and it might be six months or a year that something really amazing might come. And I've got stories I could go for days out of beautiful things I've seen come just from people meeting in the room. And I think a lot of the time, especially at times like this, we're feeling flat and stuck. Mm -hmm. And so often you probably already know what you should be doing, but maybe you really just need someone to pull you out <laughs> and, and shake it up that motivation and shake it up. But uh, there is so, I think the value in showing up and the, and the people you will speak to in the room is equal to our knowledge and yes. wisdom that we share in each session, if not I know. more powerful. I, and I, I really agree with you. And it's actually, it's always that intangible benefit of actually coming to see a, a live event is always who's in the room. And those, I, I sometimes find when um, when I'm listening to someone, it just sparks these light bulbs that might even not be exactly related to what they're talking about. So Elsa and I will be running the whole event. It's Monday, the 28th of August here in Perth. You're welcome to fly in if you so desire. But it will be at Kalis Brothers, which is a beautiful venue right next to the train for public transport as well. But we will be covering a range of topics throughout the day, which is going to give you lots of strategies to bring in extra sales into your business for the rest of the year and into next year. And we have made the tickets really affordable. So there is lots of choices of tickets where you can add in coaching with myself and Elsa, one of us, both of us, whatever takes your fancy. We also have payment plans. So we've made it. We want you there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it's such good value. I actually, you know, sometimes you put these packages together. I've been really surprised actually so far, you know, people just straight away opting for the the VIP because they're getting it. You know, the value is incredible. Yes. Um, with the extra oh and we are choosing we're each going to yes. select <laughs> we're each selecting somebody from the day uh to feature on each of our podcasts so yes. you too can be giggling away with us um <laughs> And and the power of podcasts, it ticks some of our boxes because it ticks doing something new, it ticks collaboration, and it it's also putting yourself out there to people who haven't necessarily heard of you. So I think the value in that is immense, and I have to give Elsa full credit because that was her idea as a door prize. I was like, oh, my God, I love it. I want to be, I want to be on your podcast. Now and I am. You know, I don't know about you, Sarah, but I get um, literally every day I get contacted by PR companies wanting, oh. you know, pitching people to go on my podcast, and I always say no because I like to meet somebody or know somebody somehow. Yes. I don't know. I love to just organically find people that I see mm-hmm. in real IRL in real life. So yes. um yeah, I'm, you know, just to make it sound a little bit more special. 
<laughs> I know I'm very choosy who I have my podcast as well. And um, the guests have to be people that I really feel are aligned with my audience. So um, we will, like, if you do win the door prize, please don't panic because Elsa and I will chat to you beforehand to make sure that you understand how to, what you, what your angle is and what you're going to be talking about. So we will hold your hand. Don't be terrified if you win. I don't want people sitting there terrified. We want you excited. Um, so anything else we want to close up with gorgeous Elsa that we want to tell our audience well, about? Well, you know me that I could actually go for days. So if you, mm-hmm. if you hand that baton to me, we might. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. You know, like we jumped on before this call and had a bit of a hey, hey going. And I was like, oh, I'm really tired. I could do with a nap. You know, like, you know, I was really off with the fairies, but I get so energized. Like this conversation, conversation. Uh, my face hurts. We've laughed. <laughs> um, and this is not faking it. Uh, you know, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not an actress. <laughs> God no. <laughs> I am dramatic, but I'm not an actress. You know, like it, it's just having this conversation is enough to just. I wish that you could. I could show everybody the power you get from from doing things that sometimes you maybe like. I felt flat. Now I feel energized. Doing yeah. things that are a bit out of your comfort zone. Having good conversations like this, bouncing and vibing with someone, it feeds your soul, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. Um, Elsa, thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me on yours. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on my podcast. Oh, thank you to our beautiful listeners. We appreciate you indulging us today on a very fun episode for us both. And we absolutely look forward to seeing you in person at Make Bank for Christmas um, here in Perth. And we can't wait to connect with you all then. So thanks again for tuning in. And we'll both put the links in the show notes to jump on and buy your tickets. Thank you, lovely. Thank you. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.